Hey, good morning. Welcome to another edition of our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is back. Good to see you, Andy. Good to see you. You guys are busy because you're going to all the home shows. Uh, certain, <laughs> uh, certainly it's a sign of spring. Huh? It is. It's, uh, the, it's uh, a, a great time of year. Lots of people have been out and about looking at all of the awesome home improvements you can do. And uh, the, this U.S. Bank Stadium home show is, is a lot of fun. One, it's it's that stadium. I mean, and just just being in there is is cool. I'm gonna have my first chance to see that today. Yeah, so it's, I'm excited. Uh, it's uh, and people are people really enjoy that show. And there's lots of different booths. Of course, we have our booth set up there where you can see everything from siding, windows, roofing, decking, and and uh, sign oh, but, up for one of them free estimates and get free labor on on almost anything that we do. I would imagine you could take a peek at the leaf guard gutter system too. Yeah, you got the leaf guard there. You can see what the sun tunnels are. You got season guard windows there. We, there's an infinity booth that we can bring customers over to if you wanted to see our, our Marvin Infinity uh, window. So there's a, there's a lot of things to see. And if you can't get to the home show but you still want to get uh, those awesome deals, you can just go to lindisconstruction.com. Yeah, very good. Uh, you guys are there today and tomorrow now. For yes, the rest, sir. For the rest the rest of the shows. Maybe explain to new listeners about the not the differences, but uh, we, we've season guard windows we've talked about for a long time. But what's the new influx of the uh, infinity? What, what's what's that about? Well, we wanted to to make a partnership with Marvin for for a long time, and I'd been talking to the folks at Marvin, and we had used the Marvin Ultimate window, which is their wood window, on lots of occasions. You know, certain things are where certain applications where the Season Guard vinyl window just isn't what people wanted. They wanted to stick with the wood and. And so we've been using the ultimate window, and we started looking at their their fiberglass line of of windows and the glass pack that they use. And when when you talk to people from up north Minnesota, I mean, it's about as far north as you can get. And and you go up there and you go and see see these windows in in action and stuff that's been there for fifteen twenty years and and working as well as the day it was put in. It's just a it's a window built for our climate, and mm. we're really excited about it. And we have a lot of customers that are having having some really good luck with it. And we put them in our own office. And I think I right now in my office, I have seven different brands of windows. Mm. And when you take the temperature readings when it's below zero, the Marvin Infinity window beats them all. Wow. Interesting. All right. Six, five, if you have a home improvement question, 651-989-9226. Or send a text. We're getting both now. Text number is 81807. Uh, PJ is calling from Princeton with a question. PJ, you're on with Andy. Good morning. Um, Andy, I called your company um, to scrub out windows, but they don't come as far as Princeton. And the company that you're, um, that Linda's um, recommended doesn't cover your season guard windows. So my question is, um, I'm going to replace a couple windows and a patio door. What should I look for? Well, did uh, I'm guessing in Princeton you had Luckin companies come out? It was called Home Improvement. Minnesota Home Improvement was the name of the company that I was told to call. Okay. Who, yeah. who would you recommend? Uh, Luckin Companies. Either one of those is, is great, but Luckin Companies in, uh, in that area is the one that would handle the season guard window. Okay. Luckin Company. Luck. Luckin. L-U-T-G-E-N. L-U-G-E-N. L-U-T as in Tom. G oh. as in Gary. So Luckin. And Luckin. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. try try them. Okay. And and what kind of things do, does a person look for when they're looking for vinyl windows? Because I've had several people out here, and, of course, everybody's window is perfect. 
Well, the one of the ratings I'm going to look at always is going to be your solar heat gain, what type of black glass pack they're going to be, their air infiltration rating, and the warranties that come with that window. Most of the, the major vinyl manufacturers have some pretty good warranties, but the way our season guard is designed for this climate, and it's a glass pack made just for this climate, um, you're going to get a little bit better warranty with that. So take a look at that and, and go from there, PJ. Okay. Thank you very much. Good deal. Thanks for the call. And the PJ leaves that line open. For your home improvement question, it's 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Somebody wanted to tell I know you've talked about it before, wanted you to explain, please, what a hot roof is. What is that? A hot roof is a non-vented attic space, or a lot of times when you're going to run into a hot roof, it's going to be in a like a cathedral-type ceiling or a vaulted-type ceiling. So usually it's jam-packed or dense-packed with insulation the whole way. It's just not going to have any type of ventilation. Um, some of the roofing manufacturers do not warrant uh, their actual shingles with a hot roof because of how much less those shingles last when it's a non-ventilated oh, yeah. area. But if you do do it the proper way and and, and and you've got the proper insulation there, it really shouldn't be an issue. But this is like when we get into people's houses that have leaking or ice dam issues, a lot of it has to do with a poorly installed hot roof or uh, a hot roof uh, that was you know done I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. All right. If you want to send Andy a text, that number is 81807, if that's easier. Or you can send in your home improvement question by phone. Call Andy at 651-989-9226. Somebody wants to, a texter wants to secure some wood trim along the, the ceiling. And the texter says, I'm wondering if, what, what do I have to do about the nail holes? Uh, they're, they're concerned about probably the visibility of that. We usually fill those, right? Yeah, you can get a putty that's going to match those nail holes and even make a stainable one, but uh, usually that's not needed. you got the pre-finished wood. You're putting your putting your nails up there. Just uh, be sure that that when, when you fill that hole, I see this on, on trim work. You know, you go to these these Pareto homes or you yeah. go through new, new homes, and it just bugs me when I, when I walk around and I see the trim and it's just a big finger mark right there. They didn't... You know, it's it's one thing to put putty just in the hole, but when the putty is a quarter inch round yeah. around that hole, it really is noticeable. Overkill. Overkill. Or yeah. just not cleaning up when That's, they do it. They're just yeah. going too quick. Yeah. 651-989-9226. Text again is 81807. Andy, a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned a kind of flooring you have in your own house that wears well, even with your big dogs. I wonder if you were talking about that epoxy kind of floor, or were you talking about your decking? I wonder if they're referring to my bamboo flooring. Oh, maybe. I have in my kitchen throughout there. But uh, I have epoxy flooring in the basement, which is bulletproof. But the dogs on my main level, I'm just a picture of my house. It's an old four-square farmhouse that we've... Uh, put on an addition and remodeled a couple of times throughout the years. Remember, I'm my, my kids are fifth generation in this house. Wow. So my, uh, my, when my grandmother owned it, my Uncle Bill remembers remodeling it. My dad remembers remodeling it. And I've gone through my own remodel <laughs> on, this, uh, on this house. But we, we've made the, the whole one floor one big open area. Um, just, just, I just like it that way. Everybody's, everybody's together. And, and it's, so it's, it's wall-to-wall bamboo floors, and my dogs have free reign. These, these are not outdoor dogs. It's, it's a Great Dane and two, two labs. They are house dogs. And I'm going on two years now with these floors, and they look like the day they were installed. Is so, bamboo hard to work with at all? Uh, it can be. It's harder to cut, definitely harder to nail. Oh, it uh, it's, uh, it's way heavier than any other wood that I've dealt with. 
Um, but I, uh, my flooring guys went through it real, real quick, and I had to do some of the trim work around there and, and to use that stuff. It's, it's, it's a neat product to work with. It's, it's just I forget the exact difference between bamboo and oak, but it's, it's a lot stronger than it oak. It is and when stronger. You, when, you, when you consider wow. oak, you know, everybody thinks of oak being a really strong yeah. wood. Bamboo is, is way, way stronger, and wow. it will, it'll last a long, long time. Does it stain as, as, uh, like an oak stains, if you want? Uh, yeah, you know, I kind of have a whitewash on okay, it, um, and, and, and the kind I put in, I can refinish it once before I get through the, the top portion. You can get, you can get bamboo floor just like we're like the hickory floors we have at my parents' house. We've had to refinish those twice and that's 15 years. Hmm. So that, uh, that, that I'm hoping I get a lot more out of these than, than we did those, but we'll see. All right. Hang on, Andy. We have to take a break. We have more show to come. Folks on the line, hang on. We're going to get your uh, home improvement questions answered. And texters as well. If you want to send a text, 81807. Or I see a line is open at 651-989-9226. A light snow, fog and mist still reported in the Twin Cities. Our CCO temperature reading, 25. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindis is in the studio with us, helping you out by phone and by text. And if you find the lines busy, please keep trying, 651-989-9226. Or send a text if uh, you like. Uh, that's 81807. Uh, Dan is calling from uh, Norwood Young America. Dan, you're on the CCO with Andy. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Say, um, I got a question about water softener systems. Um, currently now my system is... It's old. It needs to be replaced. And I was just looking around at like Menards and Home Depot, and I see they have a system where both the salt brine tank and the uh, resin-filled uh, softener system are in like a one unit. Would you recommend to stay away from something like that? Or um, I guess I'm just wondering if you know if that's a decent unit or if a guy should just go with the system like I have where they're two separate units. Well, um, my system is is two separate units, uh, but it's got to be 15 years old now, and um, it does, does go through quite a bit of salt, more salt than – I have a lot of customers that have used that Kinetico system. That's what I have at home. And and I get – That's pre- a two – Two system. That's a two part system. Yeah. I'm not as familiar with the the one part either. system, um, but uh, if you are in that market, I would I would highly recommend at least having the Connecticut people come out to your house and take a look at what you have going on there. I've uh, I've like I said we we have a lot of customers that have used that over the years, and I haven't heard a, a, a bad thing about it yet. I finally put some salt in mine, Dan, last week, and it didn't need it, and I can't tell you how many months ago months since that's kind of the big thing with it because systems, it's not electric it? it's yeah. not electric that that i know we're not doing a commercial for it uh-huh. but this it's just a fact it's not electric and it does not use a lot of salt yeah so i would like like andy says dan uh, check out kinetico uh, at least check it out it's like one of the chores i just dread i don't know why and just getting all that salt and getting it down in the basement and yeah it just seems yeah. like it goes it never you don't have to work out you just carry those 40 pound bags <laughs> yeah. you know? Exactly. Right. Good luck, Dan. Thank you. 651-989-9226. Dave is calling from uh, Fridley with a question. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Morning. My question involves ice dams that I've hit on the house. And the 
few uh, programs before, you talked about the importance of foaming all the uh, potential air leaks. And my question is, I had heard, wrong or right, that foaming is kind of flammable. Is that true? Uh, it can be. Um, you know, there's 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 a there's a chemical you can put on the foam to get it to get it to the right fire rating if you need to. But in an attic, it wouldn't be something that I would worry about. There's there's things that you got to make sure when you're you're picking an insulation contractor. The foam person is going to talk to you about being out of your house for X amount of time because of the the, the chemicals that are in it. But as far as sealing up your attic, I and mean, we've done hundreds of of jobs with spray foam, and and it's never been a worry about the the a fire issue up there and what it can do to make a difference in your house it it is crazy whether it's in the attic or uh, in your basement when you're when you're going along your your rim um it, just getting rid of any stack effect type air movement in your walls is a big deal and it really does change the comfort level of your home and it, it i have one house i know that it wasn't that expensive of a job what the customer was telling me i want to say it was I don't know, $4,500 worth of insulating and air sealing that we did at this house. But they think that their furnace, they know their their, their bill has been cut in half. But just mm-hmm. think of the amount of time. And, and, and we, when we get our CFM rating, when we, when we do our blower door testing on houses, it'll tell you how much... How many times a day the furnace has to cycle the air in your house? How much? How many times it's changing the air over in your house? And if you can cut that number in half, you're dealing with a much better home. All right, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Andy, let's go back to the phones. Tom is calling from uh, I think it's White Bear Lake. Uh, go ahead, Tom. Thank you. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. Right. Um, <clears throat> Andy, I have a, a question. I have a unique or a problem in my living living room where it feels like the floor is bending or going lower, and as you walk over it, it sounds like the <clears throat> air duct tube underneath it is kind of like the sound of bending sheet metal. And I'm wondering if the subfloor is weakening and giving out. I mean, it's just a dip across an eight-foot area, but it's also affecting going into the, the dining area on the other side, kind of like rocks back and forth. So is this something I need to worry, worry about, or should I have somebody like you guys come out and take a look at it? I don't know if I would be really worried about it, but it's definitely a concern. If can can you see from the the basement at all into the floor there? No, unfortunately, it's a split entry, and the the downstairs is finished. Yeah the um, the best way. Uh, I mean, you can feel the floor dip. Yep. You know, nicely, probably about oh, I would say anywhere from a half an inch to an inch dip as you walk over it. Ever any water damage in this area of the house? Nope. Then, you Not know, to my it, knowledge. I mean, I'm second getting it inspected by a professional and, and and taking a look at it. And this is this is something that we've really spent a lot of time on uh, the, this winter with our, our our inspectors, the people that come out to your two houses, is to go over the diagnostic tools that that we expect every one of our guys to have. And in fact, uh, they we we we've, we've purchased them all for for everyone to make sure that they have them. 
So we have uh, obviously temperature readers. There's boroscopes that that we can do where we can get in. It's pretty invasive to actually get a get a camera into an area like that and take a take a look around. We have a digital microscope that we can get an up close personal view on uh, on basically anything in the house. There's infrared imaging. There's there's a lot of things that we can do there. So having a professional come out and take a look at that and and give you uh, what we think is going on there, I, I think that might be. If it's something you're worried about, I mean, heck, it's a free. Yeah. Free sit down and go over something like that, Tom. We'll do that. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. If you want to get in touch with uh, Linda's construction, Tom. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Frank is calling from St. Paul. Frank, you're on with Andy. Hi, thank you. Good morning. I have a question. Uh, I opted to go with a shellac finish. It was sprayed on uh, in my basement on some mm-hmm. knotty pine about 10 years ago. And did and it I yellow? moved some pictures that were hanging up down there after uh, the paint dried and everything shellac. And now it's noticeably lighter underneath those pictures, you yeah. know, about a shade or two. So I'm wondering if, is there any solution for that? Not really. Outside of sanding and, and, and refinishing the entire thing, it's just uh, it's a matter of what light was getting that. And this is where, I don't know, fluorescent lights do worse on, on this? That's a good or, question. I um, don't know. But it really is. It's about uh, about aging it differently obviously this didn't get exposed to any light or even some of the air movement in there was a little probably a little bit different but there's just no way to yellow up where the uh other pictures were maybe uh maybe find a new picture to put there (laughs) (laughs) it might save some work all right i guess those are your choices frank yeah i wish i had a better answer for you i I just i don't think you can can age uh, a a clear coat finish on on the other ones have aged over 15 years. Yeah, tough call. All right, we have to take a break, Andy, but we have more show. We have another half hour of the show to go, so uh, those folks on the line, hang on. We're going to get your questions answered. Uh, the texters, uh, you as well, 81807 for your text messages or call us. There's a line open, 651-989-9226. 25 degrees, we'll check the forecast coming up. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show presented by Linda's Construction. Andy Linda's helping us out uh, today. And a reminder, those folks, Andy, maybe joined us a little bit late. Linda's is uh, at the home and remodeling show just well, just a few blocks down the road mm-hmm. here. U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. I've never been in that stadium. Uh, highly recommended. It's just a cool place to be and uh, lots of different home improvements to take a look at there, including us. I'm going to be walking around there here in a couple of hours or so. Where do I find Linda's? Is there a, a number or a... Yes, you know, uh, and I probably should know that off the top of my head, <laughs> but right, it, just it, is, it is on our Facebook page. All right. And they probably have a list uh, at the U.S. Bank Stadium as yes. well. Very good. All right, we have callers, we have texters. There's line, one line open if you want to ask your home improvement question of Andy by phone, 651-989-9226. Or send a text. We'll pick up on those in just a moment, too. That number is 81807. But Vicki is calling from, I believe, her car. Vicki, what's your question, please? Um, we are in the process of doing a remodeling in which we're going to change our three-car garage into a family room. And we would like to do an aftermarket in-floor heat. And I'm wondering if you have recommendations for that. On the in-floor heat or or right. the Did type of flooring to, to use with it? Um, I guess both. Okay. So we would probably like to use a wood flooring because we'll use it as a kitchen family room area. Okay. And so, um, yeah, 
you know, we just we just installed one of these, and for the life of me, I can't remember the exact brand that that it was. It was a mat system that we had rolled out and it covered the entire floor. Um, really easy to wire as well. And it, my brother used a lumber liquidators uh, type floor over over the top of it. It was a laminate floor, and it really does retain the heat well. Now, over any type of hardwood floor, the the the, the the heated floor does does do a good job. Not doesn't get as quite as warm as like. I bet uh, it doesn't. Yeah. In, in my basement, I have an in floor heat on one side. When the new addition was put on, I think thirty one years ago now, we put uh, actual electric mats in the actual concrete before it was poured, but it didn't cover the entire space as actual hot spots. So when I put my floor in there, I took that into consideration. I wanted a product that. That is actually going to expand the heat. If I'd have done a wood floor over the top of that, it would it would have been just hot spots. But now that I have a ceramic floor over the top of that, that kind that heat has in. that heat has spread throughout the floor and just oh, yeah. makes a much more comfortable area. Now, if you're going to have an entire mat over that area, then and then any type of flooring that you choose is is, is going to be nice and warm. So go from there. I just uh, but if it's hardwood, it's not going to be as warm. You're saying correct. Okay, correct. There you go, Vicky. How does your- uh, Hmm? A guy get talked in and turning his garage into a yeah. family room. You must be building no. a garage, too. No, are you going to have a garage, too, or no? We are. We're going to do an addition with the three-car garage, and um, we're relocating to our cabin, and our cabin's not big enough, so we're going to take the three-car garage and make it into a gourmet kitchen family room area. All right. Awesome. Where's the cabin at? In Alexandria. Fun. All right. Well, good fun. luck, Vicki, and enjoy that. Yeah. That sounds good. like fun. Absolutely. All right. Good luck. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Dave is calling from uh, Brooklyn Center, I believe. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, good morning. Um, I had a rain effect up in the attic here about a month ago, <laughs> to the point where enough moisture uh, uh, came from the ceiling that it leaked down, and uh, we saw it on the ceiling of our living room. Uh, I think the problem is listening uh, to people over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I had the house painted in. Uh, last spring and all of the screen venting got painted over consequently no air passed through but now i have uh, uh insulation uh, old wool insulation that was put in when the house was built in the 60s yep. that is wet what what's do we remove that first yeah. do you wait for it to get hotter than heck to dry it out <laughs> no no uh, okay the way most of this insulation works is it's the dead air space that 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 insulation traps that gives you it's r value and when this insulation gets wet, it loses that R value. So you, you need you need to remove that. Okay, first things first, get rid of that, huh? Correct. All right, there you go. All right, let's see who's next. Uh, Bruce is calling from New Ulm, Minnesota. Bruce, you're on CCO with Andy. Yeah, I'm going to spray foam the inside of my steel building. Do I need to cover that steel on the inside first, or will that foam adhere well enough to the steel? It will. I've been told. I've been told you need to cover that also. I've I've done pole pole barn buildings and we've sprayed directly onto it. Okay, okay. It was just a couple people told me that, and you kind of get uh, different answers depending upon who you talk to, I guess. Yeah. Do but, you know who's going to be doing the spray foaming for you? Uh, North Central. Not familiar with them. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, but just directly on there, and uh, then put a vapor barrier on. Correct. Okay, thank you very much. All right, very good, Bruce. Thanks for the call. Bruce leaves that line open at 651-989-9226. Joe is calling from Princeton, then we'll get some text messages. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Yes. 
uh, would you suggest putting styrofoam insulation under a cabin floor, underneath, uh, in between the stringers? Is, is this like a crawl space area? Yeah, yeah, it's open. It's we, definitely going to, insulating that floor is definitely going to help. Um, but it really, the air movement in there is really, I'm, I'm guessing you have a cold floor there. Correct. That's why this is, why this is happening. I, if, if you're going to be going through this process and, and it is a crawl space with a cold floor, then I, I would look at a spray foam application first and foremost. And we do this a lot in crawl spaces. I've told you about my, um, the daycare in, in Minneapolis that I worked out. They put this addition off the back of their house and this addition was made with all, you know, set up as daycare. It's all small furniture, all small things. This is like the spot that the kids hang on, and, and uh, at, at this daycare. But it's always a cold room, and and what we were able to do is spray foam in that crawl space and transform how that is one of the warmer rooms in the in the house compared to what it used to be. One of the coldest rooms in the house was a big difference, and we got a lot of referrals because of it. So if you're going to be going through that, at least sit down with an insulation contractor and and get a price on something like that. All right. Thanks very much. I, I want to pick up on a few before we talk to Kathy. I want to pick up on a, a couple of uh, text messages that have come in. Here's one: a 112 pitch roof has been foam insulated and remembrane. Ceiling fan in the bathroom is leaking, even though the bathroom is never used for showering or bathing, and the ceiling fan itself is never used. What do we do? Obviously, there's some water getting in yeah. somewhere there, and you're going to want to find out. And it's whether or not that ceiling fan gets used is little to do with why it's leaking. It's leaking there because that's where the hole in your ceiling is. Yeah. So that's where the water's coming out. You're gonna find want to find out where that water is and why it's getting in there and fix that and go from there. Okay. Kathy is calling from Park Rapids with a question. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. What can we do for you? My question is I have uh, my mother's house that had a knockoff hardy board siding put on and it's gapped beyond um Bats are getting on. It's at least an inch gap, uh-huh. um, splitting, whatever. So we're replacing the siding. Did you send us and, a text as well about this? Excuse me? Did you send us a text as well about this? I did. I okay. did. I thought I'd get online. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, that's I just good. wanted to make sure because uh, I've been hearing this a lot lately, so mm. it wouldn't surprise me if two different people were going through this with cement board. So um, when looking at replacing it, because it's got to be replaced, what... Um, I have a masonite at my home that's lasted 30 years, mm-hmm. and I've painted it twice. Okay. So what, what kind of masonite siding would you suggest um, or another type of siding? It's a large house, so I'm looking at cost, too. I would stay away from most of the vinyls out there. Um, for me, there's really only two sidings that I, that I choose to put on my home, and that's the a lot of different products by LP Smart Side or any of our seamless steel options that are available out there. But the LP Smart Side is by far my favorite siding product right now. It's just I love the way it looks. I love the way it installs. And most importantly, I love that I never get warranty calls on it. So, And is that like a masonite or what is? What kind of. It's, it, you know, when you, when you look at it, you, you think OSB. Or chipboard, or you know, it's, it looks like OSB, but it really isn't. And, and when, when one, it's it's made in Two Harbors, Minnesota, or Tomahawk, Wisconsin, so it's a it's a locally ma- manufactured product. But when you go up to those factories, the, the type of resins and glues that they're actually putting into it, 
and then it starts out as 17 inches thick and gets compressed down to siding thickness. And when I put it, like when when I test out sidings, one of the things I do, and I know this is an unfair test, but I just want to see how bad it can get when moisture sits into it. We had it sit in a bucket for weeks of water, completely submerged. And after a while, it did swell a little bit, but... When, you know, when we when we took the measurements with our micrometer after after it dried back out, it almost went back to its original shape, and it wasn't as compromised as like the cement board was. Cement board when it gets completely submerged, I mean, this is siding on the side of your house. It's going to come in contact with moisture sooner or later, and that's why a lot of these manufacturers have changed their installation specs fifteen times over the last decade because one, well, they're I and this is me as a conspiracy theorist. I think they're it's a way of uh, thwarting class action lawsuits. But two, they start to realize how bad things have went. I mean, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, if, if you weren't installing cement board, you were no good at siding. I mean, they, they, they had this, the, the whole market branded that this is the best siding and it's bulletproof and cement and da da da, da and, and people had nothing but issues. Now, granted, a lot of these are installation issues. But like I said, unless you're installing it absolutely perfect, you're going to have problems with it. Like this lady's had, and there are a few different knockoffs too that 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 weren't quite as weren't manufactured as well as the original cement board. There's, I don't know, fly ash or some of the other fillers that went in there just uh, had some issues. Okay, one other question: Do you ever um, have recommendations of contractors in certain areas in Minnesota, or you don't do that? Yeah, absolutely. Are you talking about Park Rapids now? Yes. I would have to do some research on that to make sure a couple of guys I know that that go would, would go there, but uh, we definitely help you out. Just call us uh, yeah. during the week, uh, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Look us up on the web at lindusinstruction.com. We'll, we'll give you our best recommendations. That's 1-800-LEAFGUARD, Kathy. Call them on Monday, and they'll uh, okay. tell, tell, tell them you, what area you, you want to get a, a recommendation for, a referral. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Kathy. Good luck. Yep. Yeah. Bye-bye. Kathy leaves that line open, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. We'll grab some text messages, Andy, when uh, we come back. Don't forget to check out Linda's Construction at the Home and Remodeling Show. It's going on all this weekend at U.S. Bank Stadium. We're going to take a walk down there in a couple of hours, in fact. Light snow, fog, and mist, 25 degrees here on CCO. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show. With Lindis Construction, Andy Lindis is here helping us out, helping you out by phone and by text, uh, 651-989-9226. And the text number is 81807. Let's go back to the phones, Andy. Virgil is calling from uh, Anoka, Minnesota. Go ahead, Virgil. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I We have brown spots on our ceiling. I know what caused them, the humidity system on our furnace just went crazy. We had way too much humidity, and there's spots in several places. It's really random. I've looked in the ceiling or, or up in the attic. The insulation it seems level all the way across. There is no relationship between the height or anything of the insulation and where the bad spots are. They vary from a light to a really dark brown. So I guess, is there any, do I need to do anything else up in the attic and then, depending on, well, regardless of that, I guess, there's a couple where I should bleach those spots clean. Probably will have to repaint most of them. But I guess my biggest thing, is there anything in the ceiling or up in the attic I should be concerned with? Yeah. 
Uh, were you able to dig into the insulation at all and get down to, the, to where the ceiling is, see if there's any moisture left in there? I did not. I've got a couple places I can without my, you know, once I start moving, of course, I'll have to replace it because I'll, scr- I'll, yep. I'll smash it all down. But. Yeah, you know, but if you're careful, it shouldn't be that much, but I would at least want to look at that. I, I just worry that uh, if the humidity was getting into the attic mm-hmm. and sleeping and sleeping, seeping up into your ceiling and getting to that bottom layer of insulation okay. where it was maybe cold, it could be some moisture trapped in there that... You know, I'd hate for you to have to go through fixing your ceiling, getting rid of all the spots, and just have them show back up again. Oh, for or sure. You have uh, uh, worse issues where it could be mold. Yeah. If, if uh, this is why these these humidification systems in people's homes, and I know some people, and I, I took a lot of heat three weeks ago when I talked about April air systems just not being right for Minnesota because they're never set correctly, it seems like. If I get into a house that has bad moisture problems and, mm-hmm. and mold, it's usually one of these, these humidification, whole home, whole home humidification systems gone 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 bad. So yeah, I, I would want to get up there and look at that just to be on the safe side. Okay, so just above the spots to see if there's any moisture there. Yeah. Okay, and if I hit a few, that should be address the whole place. And I've got them a couple places that are really tough to get to. Um, so do I hit everyone, or can I just take a random sample, or what's your thought? You know, I I, if, I would get up there and inspect at least a few, and, and if it looks good after looking at a few, then I would call it good okay. probably. And interesting you mentioned that um, humidity system. You talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and guess which one we have. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much. That's very helpful. All right. All right, Virgil. Good luck thank, out there. thank you. Appreciate uh, the call. 651-989-9226. Text and is 81807. I, I get how they can make a home more comfortable when it gets mm-hmm. too dry, but when when you're dealing with below zero temperatures and you've got a humidity over 45 50%, it's, it's I, I mean, I got into attics that were completely raining in there and because of these systems gone wrong. One was a spray-foamed that just was a bad spray foam job, so it was allowing air to get through there. But mold and frost and just lots of issues that can lead to. Well, I don't know if we grabbed it. We, we, we get questions like this once in a while, this white vinyl flooring mm-hmm. in my laundry room down my basement placed right over the cement floor. It's many years old. It's showing black through the flooring. Could this be mold? And if so, what do you do about it? Yeah, if it's... If you're going to be removing all of that, I mean, bleach can can attack most molds. But the problem with the, these vinyl flooring, it seems like sometimes that mold is throughout the entire vinyl. It's on the back side. It's on the front side. It starts to work its way through. You know, having a properly having a, having a good mask when you're removing that floor on, and having the air having that place ventilated while you're removing that floor. And if it really is bad, I would get an environmental team. Um, Lindstrom Environmental is somebody that we've used uh, on a regular basis. Uh, there's another one up in uh, St. Croix Fall, Archer Restoration Services, that we've used that will bring the proper machines in, proper chemicals in, and and remove all of that mold. Okay, I'm but trying to go ahead. Guess, guessing if you have black spots on vinyl floor where moisture was, it's it's probably mold. All right, uh, I'm not sure where this uh, this paragraph ends. Says hi. We have an over-the-stove vented microwave and having a weird problem with water coming through the ceiling of the microwave. Assuming, assuming it's coming down the the what? <laughs> I can't see the rest of it. Have you heard of such an issue, Andy? Coming through a microwave? No, 
I, uh, obviously, it's it's there's moisture getting in probably someplace where it vented. I don't know if there's a cupboard above it. Um, when they say ceiling of the microwave, are they talking about inside the microwave? Where yes, you that's what I presume. Water yeah. coming down, that's that. Yeah, well, there's a vent that's, there in most yeah. cases, right? Uh-huh. And uh, maybe to the outside, yep. as it is in our house. Yeah, and then there's some that just have like a filter that they're, right. they're filtering the, the air through, which they never seem to work that great. But I don't know. Water's coming in from somewhere. If it's vented to the outside, I would check on your outside vent. It was another text that came in earlier that we missed. It was uh, the the home is basically maybe I could find it uh, a brick structure. Did you see that one? Mm-hmm. But they uh, they wanted to replace. There it is, right here. Yep. Uh, but we have a little bit of wood siding which we are considering replacing with something we do not have to paint. What would you recommend? Would that be a good LP? Yeah, uh, LP smart side. Now the problem with uh, how do I say this the the nicest way. There's lots of different finishes that people are using on LP, and there's lots of different painters that people are using on LP. Most of the manufacturers, not manufacturers, most of the building supply people are trying to push people one direction or the other. And I've tested them all. I know how they install, and I know which ones last the longest. And that's why we've gone back to only installing the LP smart side with the diamond coat finish by Wausau Supply. They just do a much better job. It's about as durable as a paint finish gets and and as good of a warranty as, as you're going to get on a paint, paint finish. 35-year bulletproof warranty wow. that you'll never have to worry about. How about that? So, yeah, I'd, uh, if it were me and I was replacing wood siding, it would be with LP Smart Side with a diamond coat finish. Texter says this, we have a, a family room we added on with no crawl space underneath. The room always is so much colder than the rest of the house. What do you recommend we do to change that? So it's Can just you? like a built-on a slab? It must be. I'm guessing that the actual no foundation. Space. Yeah, but you can insulate from the outside of the foundation. So if when you built the slab, you didn't put down, I think we put in three inches of foam usually around the outside along that foundation and then seal that area as well when, when, we're, when we're building it up uh, uh, the actual addition. So there is no air infiltration coming in there. And so if you're allowing the cold to get to your slab, that cement is going to be cold underneath there. So I would look at that, and maybe you can put in a new uh, foundation insulation all the way around your house or all the way around that part of the addition, at least. Uh, text number is 81807. Let's see. Uh, a conflict, <laughs> Texter says. have been told that I should not use a vapor barrier on spray-foamed walls in the basement. Then I read that I should. Is that true? What do you think? What kind of spray foam are you going to be doing? If it's under a half an inch of spray foam, then you have to use a vapor barrier. If you're going to put on more, then that should act as your vapor barrier. So it would depend. What did we talk about uh, the a couple of weeks ago? That flash bat system mm-hmm. that people are using, and they have to put that inside. They're only putting down. A, they say they're only putting down a half an inch of spray foam. I talked to four different spray foam guys, and all of them told me. Uh, putting on a half an inch of spray foam is almost impossible to be consistent with that. So you're going to have some where you do, and then you put up a four mil poly, and that's when you get your moisture issues. So there's they make a permeable membrane for those situations, so it can the walls can actually breathe. But you shouldn't have to. the The, the spray foam should be able to act as your vapor barrier there if done properly. Got a nice comment here from a listener that I wanted to pass on, Andy, from a texter. I want to thank WCCO and the Home Improvement Show for all your. Helpful information. It has provided 
invaluable knowledge for me while attempting to build a non-conventional home. You help each week by answering my texts and others' phone calls has answered so many questions where I've only got dead ends. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds uh, like uh, I'd like to a non-conventional home. Maybe you can send yeah. us some pictures and tell us uh, or call in sometime and tell us exactly what he's doing. These are the stories that that we love. Do-it-yourselfers that are that are trying to fix their own home and work on their own stuff and make something unique. That's the cool part about our industry is, and then that's one of the things why I love this industry is the amount of homes that we get to go into, what other remodelers have tried to do in the past. You get to see what's going on and the fact that there's new products coming out all the time that that we're testing. I got I got two new products that are going to be going into my house uh, this year, a different type of skylight and oh, a, really? a, new, a new front door. I was telling you, our issues with uh, front door manufacturers or entry door manufacturers, I will be testing a couple on my home this year to see which one uh, is going to be the most durable for our market. And you will be reporting back here. I of presume, course. Huh? Okay. Now let's uh, tell folks again uh, that you're going to be, in fact, a few shows coming up. Mm-hmm. You're at uh, this weekend, all weekend, yep. at the Home and Remodeling Show, U.S. Bank Stadium. Correct. And then St. Paul, right? Next the St. Paul Home yep. and Patio Show. Uh-huh. And then we in got, March... We got the big one down the here at the, convention, at the center. convention Center. That's the Home and Garden Show. Folks were waiting for all of these shows, and it is a, certainly a sign of spring. A couple of ways of uh, getting in touch with uh, Lindis Construction. How do we do that? You can search us on any one of your social media platforms. Go to lindisconstruction.com or the easiest phone number to remember is always 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Again, lindisconstruction.com has lots of different blogs, lots of different stories on projects that we've done. If you want to research anything, it's a great place to start. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Andy, we'll see you next week. We'll see you at the shows. Yes, sir. Right now, 25 degrees on CCO.